Have you ever wanted to meet other virtual assistants? Have you ever wondered if there are any in your city? Have you ever wanted to have brunch with them? The Virtual Assistants Brunch Club, also known as VAB, is the place to be. We are a community of ambitious women building successful virtual assistant businesses while finding the best places to brunch in and around our cities. We provide a fun learning experience to help you plan, build, scale, and slay your virtual assistant business. If you're all about unplugging, connecting, collaborating, and meeting other virtual assistants in our local area for brunch, then this club is for you. Come sit at the table with us as we share our stories, personal experiences, and learn how other virtual assistants are creating and living a fabulous lifestyle. Conversation and dialogue is at the heart of the Virtual Assistants Brunch Podcast. Join the discussion and get involved in our community. Okay, let's brunch. Hey, Fabulous Babes, welcome to episode 36 of the Virtual Assistance Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Nerlani Singleton. It has been a while, you guys. I miss you all so much, but I had to take a short break to regroup and recoup. So much has happened behind the scenes here at the Virtual Assistance Brunch Club, and I'm going to give you guys an update um, a little later in the show. Um, but let me just start by saying it's been a wonderful year. We started the year planning our annual Vision Slayers Conference for Virtual Assistance on January with my VAB team, who are excellent, who were excellent. And then we hosted the event in March of 2022. The event was amazing and we had some amazing guest speakers and and experts on the platform. So we want to thank our guest uh, speakers and our experts who were able to attend that event and just make it so amazing for our virtual assistant members. Check out the full recorded 2020 Vision Slayers Conference on our website. I'll leave the link in the description. In April, we spent the month revamping the entire toolbox, which is now known as the Slayer Vision Toolbox. And the name says it all. So I really don't have to explain myself, really, do I? Um, we definitely want you to focus on slaying your vision. And so we've created this toolbox for you to help give you a roadmap to success. So definitely t- check that out. Um, there's a ton of workshops, past events that we've actually added in that toolbox so you can have access to as well. In May, we actually revamped the website as well to give you guys a better experience and help you find what you need when you need it. Um, you can actually see in the navigation bar that we named a few pages differently and so you can have quicker access to uh, whatever you're looking for uh, faster and easier okay so here we are in june we just hosted our second quarter va virtual brunch on zoom for our va members and i'll be sharing the recap of that event on our blog this month so stay tuned for that uh, we had our special guest, Shaquan Hughes, and she's going to be helping us with the client experience. And she even has a software that um, implements all the systems that you need in your business so that you can work in one window and just, you know, work less and be happy making money. Isn't that what we're all here for? Yes. So check out that blog. It's going to come up pretty soon and I'll be sharing it on um, in our newsletter as well. So make sure you join the uh, email list as well. Okay. So I'm back with new episodes of the Virtual Assistance Brunch Podcast. I'm happy to be back and share these interviews with you all. Uh, We're going to go a little different from what you're 
used to hearing on our blog here. Um, we want um, very authentic stories and we want to share those very authentic stories with our members, virtual citizens who um, really want that experience, right? We want to know what it is really to be a virtual assistant in this industry. And so every time you share your ups and downs in your entrepreneurship journey, you help a new or established virtual assistant stay motivated and inspired in their journey. So we welcome you guys to sign up and uh, do an interview with us, share your story. We'd love to hear what you're going through and we definitely wanna support you in, um, as you're going through it and going, getting over it and getting past it and just becoming a better you, okay? All right, so follow us on Instagram for more news and updates and what's going on behind the scenes. Um, join me for my weekly live stream every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time discussing a trending topic in the industry or interviewing a, a special guest live. Join me on Instagram at Virtual Assistance Brunch. So I have a confession to make. Okay, let's take a pause here <laughs> and slow down. I have a confession to make. While I was having this interview real life happened okay first of all i kept calling my guests by the wrong name and <laughs> you'll hear it in the at the end of the episode the funny part is she never corrected me thank you i appreciate that <laughs> i actually caught myself calling her that name at the end of the episode but it wasn't the entire episode it's just towards the end you'll hear the mishap so we laughed about it and at the time i was embarrassed a bit embarrassed you know um I knew the name. I just kept on calling her by the wrong name. So she reminded me that sometimes it doesn't have to be perfect, right? We have so much going on in our lives as women, wives, mothers, and boss babes that our minds are filled with all the endless stuff we have to do. And life happens, right? Sometimes you call people by the wrong name. And it happens, you guys. Yeah, it happened to me. It happens to me all the time when I'm calling my kids. And I'm calling by the wrong names. So the point is, don't get so stuck on the small stuff that you stop moving forward in your business. Okay, let me say that again. Don't get stuck on the small stuff that you stop moving forward in your business. And it actually stops you from moving forward in your business. It doesn't have to be perfect as long as it is done all right. So we finished the podcast. It was flawless until I got to the end and we and I had my oops, you know, that oops happened, but it's okay. The show must go on. And so I want to welcome Amelia Roberts to the show in a bit. Um in this episode, episode 36, you will learn what is marketing fatigue if you've never heard that term before. You're going to learn what it is today, how to maximize word of mouth, especially when you are an introvert how to create referrals on repeat, and how to go about outsourcing sales and marketing the right way to free up your mental space, okay? So you'll learn a little bit about Amelia. Um, you can get a lot more information on our website at virtualassistancebrunch.com slash blog, where we'll be hosting this podcast episode. And also all the resources that are mentioned uh, will be in the description below. Grab your free copy of the Scale with Sanity ebook, which we'll talk a little bit about, and Amelia kind of go through it with you. And um, what's included in that and then you can also reach out to her connect with amelia we'll leave all her social media links in the description below as well all right you guys so let's go ahead and get started with this interview so today we're talking to amelia roberts she is a nurse um registered nurse but she's 
dabbled into the field of virtual assisting and the virtual world in, in general. And so we're going to have an interview with her today. Um, welcome to the VAB Life, Amelia. How are you? Hey there. How are you? So before we begin, let's talk a little bit about you. Introduce yourself, who you are, what you do. Hey, so I'm a registered nurse for trade who um, fell in love with sales and marketing. And so while I have to be quite honest, never been on a med search floor. Please do not ask me any medical questions. I quickly learned that that was not my lane. And so I've been in revenue cycle management for some time. And along the way, I realized, you know what, because I've been in salaried roles, I thought about other ways to earn additional money. And because I, you know, we, for salary, we don't work extra shifts. I was started to think about virtual assisting and I had friends who had a business and one thing led to another. Um, and now I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah that's that's part of my story so today we're kind of like talking about marketing and how to use that as a way of uh increasing your collaboration your opportunities um really the topic for today is doing less marketing while making a more of an impact through different collaborations or just using your network um tell us a little bit about um the marketing aspect of it what would you say is a great way to get into starting the marketing, especially with somebody who's um, thinking about transitioning or just coming into the virtual assistant world? Um, how would they go about that when they're starting off in their marketing? Sure. So I like people to think about marketing is um, talking to people who are already raising their hands with a problem that you know how to solve. And so when I find when you have like that approach or that definition of marketing, it can kind of seem less overwhelming um, to show up and talk about the problem that you know how to solve. And so I realized that I, because of, um, I have a family member in business and, um, and I, like I said, I also had friends who introduced me to the world of online business in 2007. So I sort of had been paying attention to that world for a little while. And so in 2016, when I got another round of student loans being fully transparent, here, um, I realized, you know, I'd like to be able to see, like, can I support people with their social media in some way? And so what I did was look for people who, um, who I knew a little bit more about social media than they did. Um, I'm no Gary Vaynerchuk or any guru or anything like that. So I wasn't necessarily trying to support them, but I was supporting the people who were also healthcare professionals who maybe they weren't paying attention to marketing like I had been for the past five, four to five years and just didn't know um, what to do in, in terms of having a content calendar. Um, so, but in any case, um, now the type of marketing that I do is kind of different. Like you had mentioned, it's collaborative. I enjoy uh, working with my clients who want to get on podcasts, panels, virtual summits, conferences that attract volumes of their best clients versus um, posting something and hoping the right person will click through and go down the lead funnel. Um, that can absolutely still work. Um, and it's also a different, more collaborative approach that um, you can see success so that you can do less marketing and make more impact in a relatively shorter amount of time. That's awesome. So what would you say to someone who has marketing fatigue? They have been doing this for a while and they're just kind of feeling it, especially during this pandemic. Yes, I feel like the pandemic, we tried to sort of quote, like make up for in-person activities with yes. Zoom calls, <laughs> just doing more Zoom calls and more virtual events and whatnot. And yeah, people are absolutely feeling it. And so I invite people to think about where can you get the most bang for your emotional 
um, buck in a way, because I'm on team introvert. Um, I need to take naps, showing up and, you know, showing, showing up period. It takes a certain amount of mental energy, emotional energy as well. And so I invite people to think about, you know, where are my ideal clients already gathering? Um, can I just go there a few times a month even versus having to think about posting three times a day on this specific platform and, um, and doing that for five days a week? Mm -hmm. um, and so there's a, and there's a framework that I invite people to think about too, and it's called scale and it really can help address that. I don't know if you want me to talk about it now or, or later, but um, the first part of it is scan. It's really just scan your capacity, um, your personal capacity, your team capacity and your tech capacity. Um, when you're feeling, um, when you're in the seat of emotional marketing exhaustion, is first do that um, S of scale is just scan. And then from there, you know, think about, is there like a collaborative platform that I can spend my um, limited um, time and energy with versus, um, you know, feeling like I need to maintain this specific pace. Okay. Okay. So you're talking about that scale that this is your framework that you've created. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we'll talk a little bit about that at the end of the show. You guys stay tuned for that. Um, let's talk a little bit more about introverts. Cause you know, a lot of times um, marketing for introverts is really hard. If you're not comfortable um, just putting yourself out there, how do they maximize word of mouth, especially when you're an introvert? Yeah. So when you're an introvert, the way to maximize word of mouth is really to make sure that your network knows what you do and who you do it for and what a great um, referral would look like for you. And so I find that a lot of people um, can leave their um, referral partners um, to chance. I mean, they're happy when a referral comes through, but there's absolutely a way that you can take a more collaborative approach. You'll hear me say that word a lot. Um, when it comes to nurturing your referral partners, making sure that they're well-educated, make sure your network is well-educated. And, um, and again, for, for people like me who enjoy, um, who get recharged by being by uh, myself, you might say that sounds like a lot, but I invite you to think about having a brand script. Um, I'm a huge fan of building, this, of building a story brand. And when you have a brand script and you're really just focused on educating your network around um, the problem that you solve, the solution that you offer, and the happy ending, and just having your brand script as simple as that, um, you can absolutely start to maximize word of mouth because you're making it easier for your network to be helpful. And humans, we want to be helpful. We want to be useful. We want to you know, be the winner that has a solution. And so when you educate your audience and your network on how to do that and give them the words to say so that they don't have to worry about you know, figuring out or what to say, uh, it really does make the process of maximizing word of mouth. And really, I call this amplifying your, um, activating your amplifiers to be um, relatively simple. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about referrals. How do you create referrals on repeat? Yes. So one, going to people that already have access to your best buyers um, and reaching out for a collaboration. And that collaboration might be being on their podcast, it might be being on their, um, it might be being on their summit, it might be, um, it might be having them on your platform, um, that could absolutely be a um, collaboration. And when you do that, it's so much easier for them to be able to send you people um, that has happened lots of times, your clients can absolutely be educated and equipped. I just recently got a referral from a client. And I didn't realize 
and that's part of why I put together what I did, because when she made a referral, she used the words that I have taught her apparently, and how she described what I did to this person. And so we've all have received those referrals too that have been like, yeah, your name and their name is in an email, but that's about it. Um, you guys really don't, there's really not much there, but when you educate your referral partners on like how to refer, when you frame it in a way where they get to be equipped to solve this specific problem, um, I'm finding that I and my clients are starting to get referrals in a more predictable manner. Yes, you guys, I want to remind you, everyone that we're, we're talking about doing less marketing while making more of an impact and we're doing this through collaboration. So I really find that um, referrals is a great way to actually increase your network and really get what you need, you know, find those clients that you need in order to build your business. Um, <clears throat> the, the, another thing I want to talk about is outsourcing, especially your sales and marketing. How do you do that the right way to free up more of your mental uh, white space? Yes. How long do you have? <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, keys to like outsourcing and let's let's bring the referral partners back in as well for a minute, because because um, sometimes when we're thinking about um, getting how, so one, how do we find referral partners and how we find people to outsource? So I'm um, finding more referral partners. I just want to um, talk about that quickly. So um, definitely I invite people to think about um, who else serves the same client that you serve, but in complementary ways and reaching out for a collaborative conversation. And the collaborative conversation really is a conversation that's leading with a problem and pain and then talking about how to create a win, win, win. And that's a win for you, a win for them, and the win for um, the second person. And these collaborative conversations, these are great for referral partners. There's great for talking to prospective clients. It's great for advocating for yourself, for your own health um or um getting personal help around the house these are collaborations um collaborative conversations show up in so many ways but for referral partners it looks like that reaching out to them that says hey you know what we both serve a similar audience but in different ways um, i noticed a lot of them struggle with blah 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 would you be open to a conversation about how we both can serve them even better and do that times 10 to 20 <laughs> and see what happens and um and so that's, that could be a whole nother topic, but um, something similar for outsourcing sales. So when you're looking for somebody to outsource sales, just it really does take a couple of decisions. First, are you looking for somebody to generate leads for you? Or are you looking for somebody to nurture those leads that you've already generated? Or are you looking for somebody to close the leads that have been generated and nurtured? Um, some people go out when they um, want to outsource sales looking for someone who does all three. Who's all, who does all three roles with excellence. Just be aware that typically that those are three different, very distinct skill sets, and you can absolutely find somebody that has all of those, um, but their pricing will reflect that um, rarity of skill blend. And, um, and so what you can do to sort of make that easier is also have like those talking points together. Um, we sort of talked about it um, a couple times already, but having those talking points together can absolutely help, um, you know, the people that you bring on. When you have um, talking points, when you have a working defined um, cold to close sale process that you're bringing them into support a particular aspect of your sales process that can make outsourcing better. Um, if you don't have that in place, it's just something to be aware of too. There's absolutely people who can create a sales process and they can also manage it and run it themselves. 
and that's a unique blend that you'll absolutely pay um, an investment for um, for that unique skill blend. Um, I have I have lots of thoughts about it, but let me know if that was like a baseline something that may have been actionable. Um, no, that was great. That was great. Thanks for sharing that. So you guys, let's wrap up um, the three things that we just talked about, maximizing your word of mouth, uh, creating referrals on repeat, and also outsourcing sales and marketing and doing it the right way. Let's go back to the scale framework that you talked about earlier. Uh, kind of break it down for us. Sure. So um, briefly, and keep me honest with the time too. <laughs> um, yes. But yeah, so scale um, is scan. Scan your capacity, your team and tech capacity, because if you are at a low capacity to receive, um, like literally if somebody were to offer you the world, you would say no, or you would sabotage it, or you it would weird things would happen. So I invite you to think about what are you open and available to receive? What is your team and tech open and available to receive? Um, because yes, affiliate programs are absolutely a thing, but if your team and tech capacities aren't low, there are some affiliate programs that are very, very complex and it might not be a good, a great fit for right now. See, uh, create brilliant boundaries so that you can take an honest yes to a collaboration and a, a confident no. Um, so C, create boundaries. A, articulate your unique value, articulate alignment. What are your values? What are your unique value that you can bring to a, a partnership or a collaboration? Um, you know, what are your, um, yeah, what, how can you create alignment? You know, what would alignment look like? Is your team empowered to articulate that? Um, if so, they can start to field some of these requests for you. Um, L, leverage resources. These might be resources that you already have, or these might be resources that you need to bring on to fulfill a collaboration, depending on the type. And then E, evaluate. Evaluate the collaboration, you know, was it success, um, were there learning points, was it success or were there learning points or data points, as I like to call them. And, um, you know, what would you like to do differently next time? So that's scale. Nice. I like that framework. Do you actually teach it or? Yeah, yeah. During my uh, Less Marketing, More Impact intensive, we go through the framework as well as bond, which is a way to find potential referral partners and collaborators that might make sense. But um, yeah, we go through it and um, make examples and use that to build your collaboration playbook. And this is absolutely something that I feel without even hiring me that you can start to talk through with your team. But I enjoy supporting people through this process so that their team can start to develop a creative eye for these collaborations and start to go through this framework on their own so that they can start to see and spot collaborations that might make sense to support the business goals. Nice, nice, you guys. I want to invite you guys to join Emily's community and find out how you can spread your message. You can also grab her Scale with Sanity ebook so that you can end the empire of one, okay? That's something you can find on our website. We'll uh, leave the description of the link in the description for you guys so you can check that out all right so thank you so much emily for having this interview with us before we go we have to ask the question what are some of your favorite brunch spots in your city so i love miss shirley's it's um that goes to the one in annapolis i think there's like a couple other locations but it is it's something i love say that again what is it miss miss shirley's Miss Shirley, okay, yeah, in Indianapolis. Yeah. That sounds good. Um, what, like your, what is their Annapolis? Okay, yeah. what is what, the one thing that you like to have for brunch? 
I've, I've never been disappointed with anything. I mean, my go-to is chicken and waffles, of course. I want to say, I want to yes. think of something more, more fancy, um, probably like <laughs> the egg Benedict. Um, I like to also go for something that I can't easily make on my own. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really, yeah, it's, it's hard to narrow stuff down. Is there but, like a um, signature drink that you like there or um, you'll just settle for no, the mimosas? No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no signature drinks. I really, I'm not much into that, but yeah, definitely. I, I have never really met a, a food that I don't like and <laughs> like rate restaurants by my ability to order wrong and incorrectly because <laughs> Seriously, like there's this one Indian restaurant that we go in and we think we know what we want, but we end up picking something else on the menu and it's never bad. It's like, we can literally go in there, close our thing, my, oh, close our eyes, pick something on the menu and just be pleasantly surprised. All nice, nice. So, I love yeah. that. I love that you guys. So we're talking with em Amelia Solution Amelia. by Amelia. <laughs> good. Don't worry. It's Amelia. <laughs> it's okay. Amelia, right? I almost said Emily. I'm sorry. Don't worry. It is all good. Amelia. So you guys, um, where can we connect with you online? Yeah. So I am over on Instagram as talk the number two Amelia. In fact, as you're listening to this, just screenshot, tag me at talk the number two Amelia and share about your business. You know, get a little bit of exposure for yourself. Why not? Thank you so much. I enjoyed this interview and we're so happy to have you on. Uh, you guys go check her out and we'll see you guys on the next episode. And that's it for this episode, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Leave a comment for us on our blog. Also, you can check us out on Anchor app. You can leave a message there for us and let us know all your thoughts and your biggest takeaways. Thank you so much again for listening. Follow us on Instagram at Virtual Assistance Brunch and also on Facebook, Virtual Assistance Brunch and Twitter, VAB Podcast. Thank you and we'll see you on the next episode.